Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Work sucks. They don't. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. There's a few things. One, sometimes there's extended plays where they're running away from people that had matched them. The quarterback does a good job of finding them, and they got good chemistry late in the down, so that's one thing. I think the way that they use them is a little bit different than how conventional running backs are being used because a lot of times he's playing a receiver role for them, part-time receiver, part-time running back. The way they're able to inter- make those guys interchangeable parts is, uh, is impressive. He's a great player. I mean, he's a great quarterback. He's in charge of what they're doing on offense, fully in control as all the great quarterbacks are, so I'd put them up there with all the great quarterbacks. We're trying to put pressure on, on the defense, that's, that's, or on the offense, excuse me. And that, that's something that's seminal to hear. That's a Raven uh, principle on, on how we want to operate. And I think the way you see that the game has evolved, being so pass-heavy, you know, and the, court, and the offenses are so good, the quarterbacks are so good, how do you consistently put pressure on them to make them make great decisions in real time? Was that somewhat of a Freudian slip from Mike McDonald? Put pressure on the defense. Yeah. But he was talking about his defense trying to put pressure on that high-powered San Francisco offense. And they're going to have to be creative, I guess, Vinny. I mean, if it's a mano-in-mano, man-against-man scenario, do the Ravens win battles trying to get through their offensive line to Brock Purdy? Or does Mike McDonald have to dial things up a little bit with the uh, blitz action as the Ravens pass rush still lead the league in sacks? Let's not forget that. And Justin Matabike's had at least a half a sack in 11 straight games. But they had four quarterback hits this past Sunday against Jacksonville all by one guy. Yeah. Um, Bob, I mean, the, the to me, the, the key matchups in this is – they're wide receivers versus Ravens corners. I mean, how – and then it goes back to the pass rush, Bob, because if Purdy has all day to throw, they're going to get open eventually, no matter how good the coverage is. They're going to get – because those receivers are too good. So that's going to be the challenge for Mike McDonald. That's why, Bob, I mean, kind of like last week when it's like, screw this, like after three or four plays when they kept running the ball at him, I'm, bl- I'm run blitzing. You know, he brought Hamilton, then he brought Queen, brought Roquan. I think if he sees that um, Van Oy and Clowney aren't getting there, they're coming. They can't afford not to. Also heard uh, Mike McDonald, Ravens defense coordinator, talking about uh, Brock Purdy, and the question was, is he a game manager? And he basically just scoffed at the question. So the guy's a great quarterback. Yeah. I mean, let's start giving him a little credit for what he's accomplished here. <laughs> Regular season losses, I think he has three, and they were all in that regular season run or lull, if you want to call it that, where they lost three straight, minus Samuel, minus uh, Williams. Not to make excuses for him, by the way. Yep. But they won six in a row. 
And in that six-game winning streak, he's been incredible. And their offense has been off the charts. And they're winning by, what, average of 12-plus points 19. a game? 19! Even more. They're destroying the opposition as of late. Yeah, and they're destroying good teams. I mean, at Philly, Seattle, yeah, they're just destroying. Arizona's not, but, yeah, like you said, they're destroying good teams. They're they're hot right now offensively, and how do you how do you disrupt that? To me, you got to get after the quarterback. You got to get after him because he's too calm, cool, collective, just sitting in the pocket, and he's too smart, too instinctive. If you just give him all day to throw, like when I watch the Seattle film, they got pressure on him. Boom! All of a sudden, couple throws that maybe he normally makes, throw it into the ground. Got to hit him a few times. Also heard Mike McDonald, Ravens uh, DC, talking about Christian McCaffrey and that unicorn level production he brings to the equation. Let's go back to when he came out of Stanford, where he was a brilliant player. Yeah. What were your thoughts on him then? I mean, not to put you on the spot because it's been a few years, but I believe he was part of the draft class where Mitch Trubisky was number two pick in the draft, right? 2017. Yeah. McCaffrey, how high? He went high, Bob, to Carolina. He was like 10th or 11th. Yeah. I'm Googleizing it right now. Right. But I mean, the. The reason that you took him is the same things that he's doing now. I mean, he was awesome. He was eighth, eighth overall. Yeah, he was awesome for Carolina. And then, you know, he got that big contract, and he kept getting hurt, and then they traded him. But, no, he's – and you know what's crazy, Bob, is his, his dad was on our team when we won the Super Bowl in San Fran. Ed McCaffrey. Ed, yeah. Easy Ed. Then he was really a star when, when he went to Denver with Shanahan. That's when he – became a real star but um he he is he's the thing that makes them go i mean bob i i think you gave stats yesterday of games that they lost in he did not have under 60 yards. yards in every one of them and if the ravens win and under 50 in two of them yeah if the ravens win bob he he does he has something like that and the games that he wins like seattle 74 yard run on the, i mean he set the tone on the first play of the game 74 yard run you know, and that's what he does. He he creates huge plays because he's got phenomenal instincts. He's tough. He's strong, and he's fast as hell. By the way, number one pick in seventeen is Miles Garrett. So uh, he's lived up to that lofty, as we said, Trubisky, and then you get you know Mahomes and McCaffrey. I mean, other uh, standout. That was a hell of a draft. That's it. What uh, Marlon Humphrey went to Baltimore. Yeah. In that draft. And then finally, we talked about, or Mike McDonald did, Cordell Woodland, our colleague here, who's going to be on our show uh, throughout the afternoon, talking about the 49ers offensive scheme and why it is so good. And Mike McDonald understands they just, it's creative. And Vinny, you know, because you were in San Francisco, the the lineage goes back, I guess, to Paul Brown, who hired Bill Walsh, and then everything begat. The Bill Walsh yeah. sort of trend. I wonder if Paul Brown, you know, videotaped his install team meet like Bill Walsh did, which that me, would have been some strong eight millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> Cause to me it was brilliant by Walsh. And and that's why it was easy for people to learn it, is because from day one of install all the way through, they videotaped it. So if a new coordinator came in, when Mike Shanahan came in. He studied the tapes. Mark Tressman came in, studied the tapes, and studied the offense, studied the install. And those are both, both of those guys were extremely smart guys, and both had the number one offenses 
in the league when they were in San Fran. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. It's featured artist Friday. It's Christmas music, <coughs> so get your Christmas songs. Rolling to Nolan McGraw at 410-583-1057. Plaza Ford Tax Line. If you want to join us, that's the phone number as well. WGK Law phone lines. Your predictions concern for Baltimore and San Francisco. Spread is five in favor of the 49ers over under. 47 and a half, two number one seeds, Ravens AFC, 49ers NFC, obviously both teams at first place in their divisions. Ravens have won four in a row, eight of nine. San Francisco's won six straight. You have Purdy, Lamar, McCaffrey, you have three MVP level players, at least in regards to actual vote tallies involved in this game. It's on Christmas night. It's Monday Night Football, which is going to be on ABC. It's the buildup. We've been building it up. I don't think we need to build it up anymore. It's here. Yeah, I mean, it's here. And we've been asking you all week long, are the Ravens being disrespected, being five-point underdogs? Now, being underdogs in San Francisco, they should be. Because I think a bigger show of disrespect would be San Francisco as home underdogs against the Ravens. Ravens 6-1 and one on the road. San Francisco 5-1 and one at home. Lamar's nineteen and one against the NFC. You have all Vinny, you have all of these subplots, and we'll get into some stats as time permits. I mean, it's number one this, number two that. I mean, there's a lot of things that make this game intriguing for sure. And that's why we've been talking about Super Bowl previews sort of uh, and, and like intriguing. on every show get up and first they're all debating Purdy or Lamar, you know, for MVP. And of course, um Ryan Clark picks Purdy, and then uh, what? Who's the linebacker, Bob? Bart Scott. Bart Scott. Bart Scott's like one hundred percent Raven, you know, with Lamar. So there, it's a game that everybody wants to see because there's there's so much star power. And the thing with Lamar, Lamar makes it exciting. The stuff that he can do, the Houdini stuff. People love to watch Lamar. And we talked about this yesterday with Mike Harmon and with uh, some of our listeners as well. What's an MVP? Is it the guy with the biggest stats? I mean, you still have to win. You can put up gaudy numbers. I mean, Kirk Cousins throws for 4,000 yards every year. I mean, Phillip Rivers used to have all these uh, crazy numbers. Or is it the guy that, if you valuable to me, we got to have a little bit of both. You take Lamar away from the Ravens, their third place in the AFC North, maybe. You take Purdy away from San Francisco, they're not 11-3. and three. That's kind of what Tannenbaum was yeah, saying. Yeah, but they're still good enough maybe to win their division. You I, know what I mean? I, I, You know how I do it, Bob? Basically the same way you do the Heisman. Look test. Yeah. You know, does, does like in the same thing with, like, you ask about Hall of Fame guy. Does it feel like when you mention a name, is that a Hall of Fame? Yeah, if you That's have to a, think about it. Right. The Curtis Martin in the NFL is like, and then you look at his stats, like, oh, damn. Yeah. Thousand yards literally every year, but he didn't resonate as a. But, like, if you Hall say Purdy kind of and Lamar, absolutely. Let's talk. Um, how about uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year? Uh, Nakua or CJ Stroud now? Right. Well, Stroud's going to miss another game. Right. And well, it was Stroud in a runaway. No doubt. Three weeks ago. Yep. And then you could see with uh, Nakua. Got a good chance. I mean, to me, it's kind of like the look test and what's it feel like. Like, you talk Dak Prescott? No. And and even if you talk um, uh, Tua? No. You know, I, to me, I, I see that being um, 
Tyreek Hill, Waddle, all those guys make Tua. It's 88-80-105-7, the fan football last night. If you missed it, here on the fan, it was the Rams hosting the Saints 30-22. to The Rams continue to march on in a positive way. What, they're 5-1 and one since they're by. The only loss was in overtime here in Baltimore. Matt Stafford, two more touchdown passes. What's he, 15 touchdowns and one pick or whatever it is 14 and one in his last three or four games Kyron Williams rushes for over 100 yards again a game you talk about a scary team in the NFC it's probably the Rams no doubt and they would play the Cowboys if the playoffs started today that'd be a close Uh, I'd be like oh Dak would be puckering hey Matt Stafford's been in the playoffs he won a Super Bowl but LA continues to march on baseball last night we're not not gonna get too much into this but the Dodgers signed the kid from uh, uh, Japan, Yamamoto. Let me try to get this right. Let's see. That's a fishing lure, Bob. Yeah. Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Oh, it is? It's my favorite fishing lure, yeah, for bass. The Yamamoto. I used to put just worms on a hook and hope for the best. <laughs> Catching uh, cottonmouth bass down into the inner harbor way back when. 12 years, $325 million. And the Dodgers had to pay a $50.6 million posting fee to even negotiate with this guy. So, by far the highest pay. Well, he edged out Garrett Cole for most money guaranteed to a pitcher. Yeah. He's 5'10". 176. Bucks. Yeah, yeah, he's like a average guy. Like Grayson Rodriguez for the Orioles. It's like 6'4", 220. Garrett Cole's a beast physically. Yeah. Scherzer's. I mean, just think of these ace guys. They're very physically imposing for the most part. He doesn't lift weights. He does this like crazy workout regimen where he throws a ton. Now people kind of tell you, eh, back off a little bit. But the Dodgers with, of course, uh, I've already forgot. Oh, Shohei. Over a billion dollars. Yeah. Shohei was at the game. The yeah, game yeah, he got his jersey too. Billion dollars. Yeah, a billion dollars, Bob. If you're if, if you're Tampa, the, how do you compete with that? The Orioles. Yeah, that's what I said. The yeah. Orioles, Tampa. How I do you don't compete? think the Orioles are worth a billion dollars. Vinny and Haney, one up five seven. The fans, so that's crazy. Time Terps tonight against UCLA. You can hear that game on the fan tip off at nine. Maryland. Could possibly steal one. They're underdogs, but the Bruins, they're not the Bruins of Final Four, Sweet 16, recent vintage, the one that blew Maryland out by 30, whatever it was last year. They've lost three in a row. They lost to Cal Northridge at home just two nights ago. Can the Turtles steal one? We'll talk about that more, but your concerns for uh, Monday Night Football, which is Christmas night. Get on in here. Featured Artist Friday, it's Christmas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One day trades. That's three cents a share. That's $3. You and one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. I mean, they're really good against the run, really good against the pass. Extremely sound coverages. They know how to get after it with pressures. They know how to get after it with front four. So, um, really good defense. Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, talking about the Ravens' D and the challenge that the 49ers will face going up against them. Ravens are very stout many defensive areas, and we'll get into the stats here as the show rolls on. So he understands what he's facing here now in 2019. A lot of different pieces in this Ravens offense, or defense rather, than he saw four years ago in the rain at M&T Bank Stadium. But still, statistically, it's kind of a, a rite of passage for the yeah. most part. You play for the Ravens, you're going to have all pros, and they're going to be in the top five in most defensive categories. Bob, do you think that he talked to Sean McVay? I mean, they're good buddies, and the Rams oh, just played absolutely. them. Absolutely. And Rams had success against big them. Big time. Too. They had a rush. Is that the only rusher that's gone for over 100 yards this year against the Ravens? I'm not sure, but I'll go ahead. No, maybe uh, Nolan will be on that. Yeah. But also at free run. Oh, by the way, your boy uh, D-Rob scored a touchdown last night. Uh, Nolan, that's what, three out of four games here? Had like yeah. 80 yards in the first half. <laughs> How that make you feel? He's he's flummoxed. He don't know what to say. But the yeah. Christmas spirit here, good for him. Yeah, can, but, uh, Vinny, it. I'd be willing to guarantee you there's been a – Let's sip on a couple of cold beers and talk about what you did well against them. Offensive. I would think that Kyle Shanahan, Bob, is feeling pretty confident for his offense going into this game. If I was Kyle, and the way the Ravens' defense has been playing, what I saw the Rams do, which is similar to what we do offensively, run the ball, and people run the ball, and people have run the ball on the edges against them. If I'm Kyle, I, I, I'm guessing that Kyle is telling his D coordinator, I can get in the 20s. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan Christmas Music. That's Featured Artist Friday. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays to all of you, ladies and gentlemen. If I forget to say it before we get out of here at 2 o'clock, it's Paul McCartney, by the way. But the people want to talk, and we're going to hear what you have to say. Let's start it off today. WGK Law Phone Lines with Rob in Baltimore. Rob, what is up? Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays hey, to you and Christmas, your family. Guys, same to you. Uh, I mean, I was going to buy you guys uh, Christmas presents, you know, but I had to spend the same amount of money. You know, I figured a 30-pack for you, Bob, and a glass of wine for you, Vinny. So yeah. and, his, and his glass of wine would be the same price as my 30-pack. I was about pack. to say yeah. that his, his still might be more yeah. expensive. Um, you were talking about how people should turn uh, tune in to watch Lamar, and they should. I mean, they really should. I mean, this kid is on a national stage on Christmas especially. That's great. Um, I've actually tuned into more San Francisco games this year because of McCaffrey. Yep. And, and Vinny, I know you were what you on three Super Bowl teams for the one, one, ninety four. One. Okay. All right. Excuse me. But I wish I was on three. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was watching. I've been watching, like watching McCaffrey. His size, his foot speed, his agility, 
and I, I was on TikTok, and they had this thing about Rathman and Tom. just how massive that dude was. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, McCaffrey isn't small. He's no, he's no Rathman. You know what's crazy, though? Like, McCaffrey's dad's like 6'4". Yeah. Well, his uncle was Billy McCaffrey, who was a basketball player at yeah. Duke and then transferred to Vanderbilt, and he was like 6'5", 6'6". I, I, I see like a Roger Craig, Tom Rathman cross in that kid. He's powerful. He's got good foot, foot agility. He holds the ball well. And, and I'm like, oh, boy, I, I really think he could be the difference maker in this game. Yeah. You know who I see? I see him because Ricky Waters was so good at catching the ball because Ricky you know, could also play wide receiver, and McCaffrey does the same thing. Ricky and McCaffrey, although Ricky was bigger, they're more similar in that respect. And Ricky will be on the show today. Hello. All right, right he's gone. Oh. All right, let's go to uh, Antonio and Rosedale. Antonio, what's happening? In your bag. Come on. Antonio. How you guys doing? Tell what's your mom up? hello, Antonio. Vinny. I mean, my mom said hi, Vinny. All right. <laughs> Happy Christmas, guys. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, too. My score prediction is Ravens 31, 49ers 24. Go Ravens. And you guys have a wonderful Christmas. Thank you, Thank Antonio. You. Same to you and your family. So 31-24. So the Ravens obviously win out, right, covering that five that they're getting and hit the over, which sits at 47-and-a-half. I could see some fireworks at Santa Clara. Weather's going to be nice. Yeah. No wind. So, yeah, it it uh, it could definitely be that. That would be awesome, like a 38-37 type game or something. And we'll do our picks uh, coming up, as a matter of fact, in the next segment. But we were talking off the air. If the Ravens blow them out or San Francisco hammers Baltimore, then all this Super Bowl preview nonsense we've been talking about, ah, who cares? But if it's a close game that comes down to a last-second field goal either way, then everyone's going to want yeah. The rematch, like a boxing sort of And, thing. Bob, the key's going to be health-wise for both teams. You know, is Flowers going to play for the Ravens? And then is Hargrave and Armstead? Hargrave and Armstead didn't play last week at Arizona, Bob, and they rushed for, Arizona rushed for over 200 yards. DeMarcado, Nolan's favorite Arizona yep. run, And they didn't practice yesterday, right? Isn't that the deal? Yeah, but the, the only thing with that is, Bob, it's kind of like the Ravens. Thursday for a Monday night game is Wednesday. It's the first practice of the week, so it's more important. Saturday is going to be the key day. That's Friday normally on a regular week. When we come back, we'll do our picks for this week, week 16, which started last night since we're off on Christmas Day. If you're on the phones, hang tight. We'll get you after that. Coming up at 11 o'clock, Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Banner, preview the game with him, whip around 11-15. And then Keith Cavanaugh, TerribleTypes.com. Maryland's at UCLA tonight. Terps next week taking on Auburn in the Music City Bowl. And we'll look back at recruiting signing day football. How did Maryland do? 40th ranked recruiting class. Call me skeptical. They did get some transfers. I mean, we couldn't talk about the MJ Morris kid with Loxley because it hadn't been la- uh, finalized yet. It is, but uh, I don't know. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You can pick your friends. We just become best friends. Yep. You can pick your nose. There was no pig. There was no pig. But only Vinny and Haney can pick games. Football pick them. 1057 The Fan. All right, everybody. We're in the home stretch of the NFL season of 2016. Or 2023, week 16. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2016. I'm going to go ahead and say the Ravens <laughs> won't wait. Won't wait. But anyway. It's week 16, 2023, started last night with the Rams hosting the Saints, a game you heard here on the fan. Very important game for both teams. Nolan McGraw, give our listeners a status report. It's for booze. Vinny gets wine. Nolan and I, if we win, are going to get beer. I'm not going to win, so it's all good. But trust me, I'll find some beer. I'll be all right in that respect. But Nolan, status report, standings wise. Running out of time here. Vinny still with a commanding lead. He's six games up on me, 16 up on Bob. We all had the Rams last night, so no changes there. All right, let's get to it. Tomorrow, two games, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. It's going to be Mason Rudolph for the Steelers. No Jamar Chase for the Bengals. Either way, Cincinnati minus three. By the way, if you're new to the show, spreads are for entertainment purposes only. We're just picking winners. Vinny, what do you got? Well, this is Pittsburgh's last hurrah here. It's their Waterloo. Yeah. I mean, if they lose, season's over. And I picked them to lose out. So I'm taking the Bengals. Bengals are hot. Browning's playing well. Steelers got issues inside that locker room. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals as well. Uh, Browning, just a couple weeks ago, had to face the Steelers. Didn't go particularly well, but uh, I think he'll get them back this time. Give me the Bengals. Well, I'm going to have to turn in my Baltimore court for uh, Saturday since I'm losing by 16 games. Let's go Mason Rudolph. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Buffalo, 12.5-point favors at the Chargers here. Everybody's scared of Buffalo all of a sudden. Well, no Herbert, no Keenan Allen. You know who else is going to check out for the Chargers? Buffalo. Right. This uh, Bills, you've done so much to get back to this point where you're in a position for the playoffs. Can't misstep against a much inferior team. Give me the Bills. Yeah. May get unanimous. Let's see. Sunday's games. Colts at Atlanta. Atlanta going back to uh, grab a Heineke as Desmond Ritter has had a real hard time. This spread's kind of changed, too, because the Colts, I believe, earlier in the week, we're favored. Now it's Atlanta minus two and a half. Indy very much alive in the playoff search. So could Atlanta. I mean, that NFC South is very much up for grabs for everyone except Carolina. Well, especially with New Orleans losing last night, too. You know what? I'm going to take Atlanta because 
if Arthur Smith loses, I want to see, are the players going to go fight for Arthur Smith? They should win this game. The Falcons should win this game. Jonathan Taylor practiced fully yesterday for Indianapolis. Uh Uh-oh, he did? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that means he's playing. I'll still stick with Atlanta because you know what? Arthur, just listen to me, please. Give it to Bijan. Give it to Bijan, please. And and oh, you know what? Like the fans in Pittsburgh were screaming for Fire Canada. The fans in Atlanta are screaming, "Give it to Bijan." They gave him the ball three, four weeks ago. They'd be a lock for the playoffs. It's puzzling. Uh, I like the Colts here. Yeah, I'm going Indianapolis, the old horseshoe there. Seattle at Tennessee. Seahawks coming off that big win against Philly. Three and a half point favorites here. I'm taking Seattle. Take Seattle, Tennessee. Uh, I think Tannehill's back playing. Um, Henry hadn't had what nine yards rushing last week. I'll take Seattle. They're yeah, I'll desperate. go with the uh, with the Seahawks here. Do we know if Locke or uh, Geno Smith starting Sunday? Because Geno admitted his feelings were hurt. Yeah, I think Geno's got to be starting. Yeah, I don't think it matters. You're right. Go Seattle. Detroit minus three at Minnesota. Big game for both teams. Yeah. I think the way Detroit played last week and golf kind of got it back on track, I'm going to take uh, Detroit. i just scared of the Minnesota quarterback situation. Yeah, kind of an interesting scheduling quirk here. They'll face the Vikings uh, two times here in the final three weeks of the season. Uh, give me Detroit in this one. I'm going to go old Bud Grant style. Let's go Minnesota. Nick Mullins hasn't been terrible. They should have beat. Yeah, what it could have should have should have beat Cincinnati last week, but they didn't. Washington had the Jets. Woo! What a firecracker game this looks to be. New York minus three at home. Yeah, I'm going to take Washington in this one. I, I, I mean the Jets quarterback, Simeon's quarterback. He was he was all worse than awful last week, and their offense is terrible. The offensive line is horrible. Defense, they lost their best defensive lineman. He's out for the year. I just think that, and Aaron Rodgers said he's not going to come back. I think, Bob, they got their golf clubs ready. Boy, did he general hospital that story all year long. The soap opera. But what do you think there, Nolan? Uh, I'm actually going to go with the Jets here. I think their defense still strong enough. Commanders do nothing for me on either side of the ball. This will be close. It'll be ugly, low scoring, but the Jets will win. Yeah, I'm going Jets because I think they're still going to play hard. I don't know what Washington's mindset is with Ron Rivera out the door. Here. Well, you know they're you know they're going to throw it forty or fifty times. <laughs> Washington is. Is it Howell or Brissett? Do we know Howell? Howell's the hmm. starter. Oh, I'm definitely taking the Jets. Green Bay at Carolina. Pack minus five. Packers got to win. Carolina won last week. Nine, I mean, they didn't get a. T- did they get a touchdown or three field goals? Or they missed the PAT? I can't remember which. They, but they, they won. kicked a field goal at the buzzer to win. Yeah, they kicked three field goals. So I'm gonna take the pack here. Uh, yeah, don't overthink it, Packers. Yeah, let's go Green Bay. Cleveland at Houston. Epic game for both teams. Fighting Flacco's trying to get closer to a playoff berth. Texans minus uh, CJ Stroud again and the receivers. Yeah, they're all. Is Collins playing? Or Noah Brown, rather. I mean, they're all banged up. So, yeah, yeah Davini's point. I'm, uh, I'm a little decimated uh, in that area. Flacco. I'm going Flacco. I, I, Bob wants 
Browns, uh, hell yeah. Ravens. There's no there's no God if there's not a Cleveland-Baltimore playoff game. You're a masochist if you want that. Or uh, me not winning the Powerball, yes. Uh, I'll tell you, Vinny, I'll go with Cleveland. Yeah, I'm right there. Make it unanimous. Jacksonville taking on Tampa. Buccaneers minus three. Trevor Lawrence still in the always fun, I guess it's unfun if you're in it, concussion protocol. But if, if you're in concussion protocol, can you practice? You're probably not allowed to practice, right? So if, if, that's, if he hadn't practiced all week, I'm gonna take. Um, I'm going with Baker. Baker's hot, man. I'm, I'm gonna take Baker and Tampa. Tampa to be what eight and seven then? Yeah, yeah. Maintain their first place right now. Three wins in a row for them. Panthers, Falcons, Packers were those wins. Jaguars much better than all those teams. Give me Jacksonville. I got to go Tampa because Tampa's been playing better. Lawrence has been turning the ball over. Etienne, yeah, he sniffs the goal line when he gets in the red zone. <laughs> Hasn't had a big monster rushing game since, what, September maybe? Yeah, give me old Baker in the Bucks. Arizona at Chicago. Duh, Bears minus four. Bears. The uh, Bears. I, they play harder. And on the road in Chicago, cold. Take the Bears. Yeah, they got a little bit of juice there when Fields is rolling, so I'll go with the Bears. Yeah, I'm thinking puffy pants, Chicago Bears. That's for you, Mike Harmon. Dallas out Miami, huge game. Two teams right here headed to the playoffs, but status in regards to the conference standings remains in question. Miami only minus one at home against the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean. I guess the Tyreek Hill factor makes that spread a little light right now. Tyreek's going to play. Um, he could have played last week, they said. Um, but he'll play. I'll, I'm going to take the Dolphins because it's at home. I'll take the Dolphins. Dallas on the road. I think it'll be a close game, but I think uh, I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Yeah. I think Dak Prescott will have, half is the yeah, I think Dak will have a big game. And they need to. Miami needs to run the ball. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Dolphins win – Pretty handedly by at least 10 is my prediction. Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going Dolphins too, but it it has to be Tyreek Hill's questionable status because Miami's, what, 5-1, 6-1 at home. Dallas sucks on the road, and it's only a one-point spread because I guess Miami hasn't beaten a team of quality yet. Yeah, but I I might be with you, Norm. I think uh, Tua's going to be laughing and hugging people on the sidelines by the middle of the fourth quarter. Sorry, Rashawn. And New England is at Denver. This is Sunday night. Denver minus seven. I'm not going to overthink it, as Norm would say. Denver. Yep. Broncos. Unanimous. Monday, Vegas at Kansas City. Chefs minus ten. Yeah, I'll take Kansas City at home. Yes. Uh, no reason to pick Vegas. Six and eight, very uninspiring. One and five on the road, by the way, the Raiders. I'll go Kansas City. Yeah, make it a sweep there. Kansas City, Giants at Philly. Eagles minus 13 and a half. Oh, it's gone up a half a point since I put the spreads down on paper. Eagles need a puffy pants game, to, to a feel-right game to get, you know, I mean, they've they've gotten beat twice. So um, Jalen Hurts needs, a, you know, like the little slippage that he had where he said the team didn't, um, needs to what play harder or compete more, something like that. They're just a different Philly team than they were last year. I'll take the Eagles, but I don't think the Eagles are great. Yeah, this is just a good chance for them to bounce back. I'll take Philly. Yeah, Philadelphia. And then finally, Ravens, 49ers, five-point spread, over under 47.5. Again, the buildup has been here all week long. Two number one seeds, both teams on fire. 
MVP candidates galore. Ravens are really good on the road. Lamar's been great against the NFC his entire career. Vinny Serrata, putting you to the test. Baltimore, yeah. <clears throat> San Francisco. Well, I'm, I'm a little <clears throat> nervous about <laughs> the pass rush for the Ravens. <clears throat> Ravens run defense against McCaffrey, especially on the edges where the Niners like to go. And... If Armstead and Hargrave aren't playing, I think that's a huge equalizer because then the Ravens will be able to run the football. And if they're able to run the football, then they can control the clock. And the best way to stop a good offense is keep them on the field. I'm going to take the Niners 27-24. I like San Francisco as well. I just think they're going to get out to an early lead. Ravens are going to be chasing the entire night. Uh, Won't be able to overtake them. San Francisco 31, Baltimore 24. That. Give me that purple Kool-Aid. Ravens, 31-30. Justin Tucker reminding the world who the greatest kicker in the National Football League is on national television. And I'm losing by 16 games. So you got to do some crazy stuff. The only thing that would surprise me, guys, as we talked about yesterday and ladies listening, if one team blows out the other. That would be the stunning turn. I expect a close game. I expect drama. And we're going to be glued to our TV sets. All night long on Christmas night. What do you think, everybody? 410-583-1057 is the number. Vinny and Haney, it's featured on his Friday Christmas songs. Get in here with one of those. We'll come back, take your phone calls. Jonah Schaefer joining us at 11 o'clock. Whip around 11.15. Tons going on. World of Sports and historically with the Bravens, of course. And then 11.30, Keith Cavanaugh. Maryland going out to Pauley Pavilion. Can they steal one against the struggling Bruins? As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Vin. It just puts the focus on us. We know they're really good. Uh, if we take care of all of our stuff, it'll be a good day. Patrick McCary, Swiss Army knife of the Ravens offensive line. Talking about that San Francisco pass rush, 43 sacks on the year. Nick Bosa leading the way. With ten and a half, and look at this stage of the week, it's all about you know you you give praise, yes, and certainly understand from within what you have to deal with. They're going to be coming at you in a big, big way. And yeah. Lamar, again, maybe it's just a me thing. The fact that he's been sacked thirty-four times is kind of mystifying at this point in time. Where Purdy's been sacked what twenty-six times. Well, the the difference there is. He's got a Hall of Fame left tackle, and Lamar has a left tackle that used to be good, that is playing supposedly with a bad knee and a bad ankle, and both on the right side. And what does that mean? When you're a left tackle, and you got to put that, you got to put that foot in the ground. He can't put his foot in the ground, so all he does is he just catches, and they just walk him right back to the quarterback. And if that's the case, Bosa will walk him right back. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Banner, joins us top of the hour. Preview the game with him, but let's get out to the phones. It's Baltimore, Rashawn. Rashawn, what's up? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, Rashawn, to your family. Hey, good morning. How y'all doing? Happy holidays. What's Same up? to you, Rashawn. Hey, um, well, before I get to the Ravens, right, so earlier I heard y'all talking about the Rams and everything, and mm-hmm. the playoffs started, they'd be playing Dallas. and Upsetting Dallas. Dallas. So scared, right. Now, y'all, y'all know they will come to Dallas, right? Oh, yeah, sure. And, and I don't know if you remember what happened on October 29th in Dallas. 
when the Rams came to Dallas, right? Well, I was three I know months y'all ago. Got computers. Yeah, look at the computers. Three months 43 ago. 43 to 20. 43 to <laughs> 20. So, and, and that's the greatest show on surface coming yeah, back. Yeah, but they didn't have old. the running back then. They didn't have Williams. Oh, the running, that's not going to make a big difference. I mean, they, they beat them 43 to 20. Like, I mean, y'all, just because the Cowboys got beat by the Bills. Did you see like, oh, how you know, James they, Cook ran all over them last week? That was on the road. We're talking about uh, the Rams coming into Jerry's world, man. We'll be unstoppable, unbeatable. Is Hankin still like out? Years, is Hankin still out? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Man. I, is uh, is Rashawn a beat writer for the Cowboys? Hey, dude, you're going to get. <laughs> I'm not sure. You're going to get spanked by the Rams if they play in the first round. Okay, we put some money on that. No, a piece of beer, no, or whatever you drink, whatever, whatever you wine got. or beer. Yeah, yeah that's you know. But um, but listen, on to the uh the 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 Forty Niners game, right? Um, I know it's gonna be Christmas night, man, and um, somebody need to be the Grinch, and the Grinch need to be Matabike, man. He need to get after Purdy, hit him, hit him hard, and um, I, I hate to say this, get the guy out the game, man, and get uh Q boy who who the, who the backup quarterback for the Forty Niners. Uh, um, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, yeah. Sam Darnold, yeah. Q homeboy. He's supposed to be the greatest quarterback on earth, right? Yeah, get him up in the game, man, and let the Ravens get out there with a victory, man. I don't care how we get it, man. You know, so. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I got the score, though, um, 27-20 Ravens. Okay. So, I'm going with that. Right. Um, Close game, though. We'll agree with that one, right? Yeah, as long as it's a classic and as long as they don't get blown out, you know, because – I can't remember them, you know. I think last year was the, the Dolphins game on Thursday night, the last time the Ravens got embarrassed. They normally don't get embarrassed. Harbaugh has his team up to play, no matter if it's on the road, at home, you know, unlike Mike McCarthy, who, you know, his team just can't play on the road for some reason. And and, and, I, I, and Mike McCarthy, one more last thing. I think he needs to be on the hot seat. If the Cowboys go down into Miami this weekend mm-hmm. and lay an egg and get blown out again, man. You know, I understand we clinched the playoff for three years in a row, but – that ain't going to do it, man. You, you got to have your guys motivated to play on the road, you know, not just at home. So that's just my opinion. But we All shall right. see what Jerry does. Oh, by the way, uh, Mick Ultra, 30-pack. Mick Ultra, I got you, Bob. You got that, man. All right. <laughs> Bob, the biggest – the, the Ravens have one, one, one huge, huge advantage in this game. Kicker. They got a rookie. Oh, yeah. Rookie for the Niners who missed a game-winning kick. Against Cleveland. Yeah. And then you got a guy that's made millions of games. But his games. numbers, read into it what you will, haven't been that bad. Moody's? Yeah. No. He had that rough game <laughs> in Cleveland, but other than that, he's been pretty much uh, extremely reliable. Bob, in 94, we won the Super Bowl with a Doug Bryan, kicker from Cal. He was a rookie, but never had to make a kick that was critical the whole season. Hey, uh, Nolan, who was the Ravens kicker uh, in 2012? Uh, that would be uh, Condiff. 2012. Oh, Tucker. Yeah. And what was he? Rookie. Yeah. And who kicked the game-winning field goal in Denver? That would be Tucker. Yeah, you get the point. All right, let's get out to the folks. Go to Ed Narbutus. Ed, what's happening? Uh, happy holidays to you, Bob, Vinny. Same to you, Ed. Uh, thank you, sir. Um, very quick, uh, Raven defense versus the Frisco offense. 11-man communicative discipline and responsibility is paramount in this game. Ed's got to be on a constant swivel, nonstop verbal, prioritize the viable threat concerns to limit big gainer gash control. Play action for them is surely going to sell because you have to honor their run game. All linebackers are taught to step up, rerun first, redirect, 
and drop quick when when you know it's a pass. Um, secondary men reading pass foremost react help to assist on run stops. Um, but in the secondary, eye discipline is real important in this game. You can't get caught play action peaking. They want to connect with number 19 on a play action, intermediate, middle field crosser, full speed behind the backer drops in front of the safeties. He's big play yak with combo speed and physicality in space. Very rarely do you ever see him form tackle to the ground. You cannot allow a 30-yard gash to own the possession in this football game. They're going to make plays, but it can be funneled to half the field if the Raven pass rush can knock Purdy off his spot. Yep. Force flush into his weak side left. Their their passing game is option, vision, choice. Limit his choices. Defensive mindset, contain until you gain neutrality of the possession to minimize damage. Uh, last thing today, um, 49ers are well-schooled and fundamentally sound blocking football team. They will block well. you got to shed quickly and stay on your feet to stay in, in the play. Um, their run game, follow Trent Williams to the football. He'll be the lead blocker on the C-gap left and the counter trade to the right. That's it, gentlemen. Thank you. Ed, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and the family. Ed, as always, Vinny, making some very astute points about this matchup. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. The fundamental fundamentals for the defensive line, Bob, with the offense, like Ed says, that they run the zone stuff with McCaffrey, that zone stuff, because you've got to be disciplined and keep your shoulders square, and you've got to protect your backside gap, too, because what's McCaffrey going to do? Like, they're going to stretch it. Let's say he's running his own stretch to the right. He's stretching right, but he's reading too. If everybody is fast flow, he's cutting back. So the backside end is going to be critical to stay home on the backside. It's video at Haiti 1057 the fan. When we come back, Jonah Schaefer, Baltimore Banner is going to be joining us, preview the matchup with him. Ravens five point dogs at San Francisco on Christmas night. Whip around coming up at 1115. And then Keith Cavanaugh, TerrapinTimes.com. Talk about signing day that was for Mike Loxley and the football team. And then preview Maryland, UCLA tonight. You can hear it on the fan. Terps, could they still want at Pauly? UCLA's lost three in a row, including their last game against Cal State Northridge at home. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.